Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of season 2 of the Plata Life podcast. Today, I will be discussing week 15 of the HSP Creative Project, going into second to last week of this whole thing. How exciting is that? Um, a little nerve-wracking. It's towards the end. Sometimes things ending make me feel a little uneasy. So it's one of those situations where like I'm really excited, and woohoo, we're almost done, we made it, and also like... Oh, we're almost done. Crap, what now? Um, so, yes, I will be diving a little bit into that and explaining what we're doing for this week, what happens next week, and what happens after that. And so, here we are, episode 19, season 2. I'm starting to plan season 3 of the podcast, and I'm also a little uneasy about that. So, If you hear a lot of anyways and ums during this episode, it's probably because I'm trying to gather my thoughts, and sometimes that comes out a little bit as insecurity. I share this with some HSP friends last week, how my husband was like, hey, you said a lot of anyways, is everything okay? Uh, Not to be like critical, sometimes it feels like he's being critical, but he really is just checking in, like, hey, everything feeling okay? Because it sounds a lot like insecurity and he knows that when I sound really insecure or, you know, that he picks up on it, that I'm trying to hash out some things inside my head. So, hey, you know, it's coming obviously from a loving place. But I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I'm feeling definitely insecure. I was, I didn't really say it like that. It was more like, um, duh, why would I not feel insecure right now? So that's kind of how that response happened. (laughs) But anyways, see, like that. Uh, I'm sitting outside in the backyard, ready to record this podcast episode. Birds are chirping away, and I'm reflecting on the HSP Creative Project and how that has kind of played out in my life and what I had hoped for it, what happened, what didn't happen, the things that have manifested and the things that have not manifested, the things that are true and the things that are not so true. Obviously, that duality is playing here a lot. So, yes, week 15 is the ripple effect. And the reason why I decided to have this as a theme is because oftentimes, and I will say this like with a lot of certainty here oftentimes I will do things in my life because they feel right or my intuition is leading me that way and I'm just doing them because I feel like doing them not necessarily because I'm trying to have some sort of like marketing plan or I don't know if you want to call marketing but some sort of like big goal in mind a lot of the times I do things because I'm just doing them to do them because I'm like that feels right what ends up happening then is something along the way happens where somebody or something will give me some sort of validation as like wow that really resonated with me or I really think that 
you know, when you said X, Y, and Z, it really meant something to me. And so somehow something will happen where I will realize that what I have done or what I have put out there has somehow made a difference in someone else's life. And I would say that's a huge motivator for me that I know what I'm doing is impacting others around me. Um, It's also my big, it's a huge motivator and also my biggest downfall because then what ends up happening is I start creating from this place of how can I impact others around me and then I get all in my head and I don't really follow those intuitive hunches as much because I'm so much in my head instead of in my heart. So this week with the HSB Creative Project is definitely very much of finding that balance. And the thing that I'm learning and continue to learn every day is that the ripple effect, you know, what you do, the energy you put out into the world affects others no matter what, like whether you want it to or not. So, you know, you wake up in the morning in a really good mood and you go get your coffee or at Starbucks. I don't know if you're saving money. You don't go to Starbucks. You go to Circle K. I don't know, whatever it is. And the way that you approach the day really has an impact on others. You know, whether you want it to or not, it's not like you're thinking, I'm going to change someone's life today by smiling at them at Starbucks. But you might. And when we live our lives from that place of what I do in my everyday moments impacts those around me, your perspective changes and your mood and your energy shifts in a way of, do I want it to be a positive ripple effect or do I want it to be a negative ripple effect? I am reminded of this very often with my children because I am not 100% positive, which none of us are, and we can't be, it's unrealistic. But I notice it when I really mess up and I yell and it happens more often than I like to admit. And I think as parents, we can all agree that we've been in those situations where like, man, that's not the parent I want to be. This other yucky parent that we become sometimes comes out and you're like, that's not the parent I want to be. And so there's this like wave of shoot, what now? And I think it's us just acknowledging that we have a ripple effect like maybe you wanted to throw a nice little pebble in and somehow a boulder fell and you're like crap that's not what I wanted you can't take it back like it's like you can even if you go in and like dive out that huge boulder that fell in I mean the ripple already happened you can't undo it but what you can do is you can repair it and you can explain it and you can apologize and you can learn from it and move on and just grow from that experience And I think when we have those situations in our lives where, you know, the ripple effect is not so positive and it's more of like a negative one, we take it as a learning experience and we grow from it. But what we often forget to see is those positive ripple effects. And I think this is where that creation energy stemmed from last year in 2020 when I did this, this one. How often have we been affected by the people around us, the people we love, the stranger at Starbucks or, you know, person standing in line somewhere and they somehow did something that made our lives better. They impacted us in a significant way or not so significant way, but they impacted our lives in some way and they have no idea. Like they really have no idea they did that. 
And so what happened last year was 2020, this was the theme I chose for the month of December is, you know, I, I knew that around Christmas time, I was going to have a really hard time. You know, Thanksgiving had just happened and I was very anti Thanksgiving because I'm trying to, you know, dismantle certain things in my life and kind of approach them from a more inclusive and actually realistic way. Anyways, that's a, I'm going to do a whole nother podcast episode on that whole thing. Anyways, so I was really thinking of all the people in my life in the past year, especially that have impacted me. And, you know, I was reflecting a lot. Oh my gosh, what if they do get COVID? What if they do die? Like worst case scenario, will they really know how much they've impacted my life? And not that they really care, but I care that they know. And so I decided to use the people in my life that have impacted me in some way as uh, inspiration for creation. And so I painted these little snow globes, which are still some of my favorite things I've created, um, with things that remind me of these people. And then for Christmas cards, and I, you know, I really would love to do this again, but for Christmas cards, what we did or what I did was instead of spending the time well, actually, let me rephrase that. I did spend the time trying to wrangle my family to take some cute pictures. It did not go well. I turned into that yucky parent and I like, I didn't blow up necessarily. It wasn't one of those situations, but it was one of those, like, I have this idea. It didn't work out. And now my kids are cranky and my husband is annoyed and I'm just grouchy. And so we mixed the idea of Christmas cards last year. But I still wanted people to know that like, they mean something to me, that we think about them, that we value their lives, especially in a year where we didn't necessarily get to see them as often or at all. And I decided I'm going to record a video for all these people that I create something for or for as many people as I can. And then for Christmas cards, I'm going to send them a link to this video. Um, it was a lot of work, but I woke up every single day thinking of somebody that really impacted my life and I created from that really like gratitude overflowing super like I can't believe that this person has done so much for me and I really need them to know how special they are and so I would do a little snow globe decoration thing painted on my iPad and then I would kind of think in my head okay if I were to tell them how special they are and why they mean so much to me in my life what would I say and then I spent my mornings during nap times um, recording these videos that I ended up putting together and sending out for Christmas uh, cards instead of an actual Christmas card and did I get some messages that said oh my gosh that was so meaningful thank you I can't believe you did that and yes I did did it stroke my ego always it always does I'm the type of person I mean who isn't that loves to hear I guess not everybody's like that but I'm the kind of person that loves to hear you know like oh you're amazing because I my love language is words of affirmation and my ego loves it um but I didn't do it for that reason and I think that's the hard balance for me is when am I showing up because my ego needs a little bit of boost and I need to do something to feel validated as opposed to when is it really coming from my heart where I'm following a hunch, where I'm following the intuition to do certain things. Um, And so that's what this last week will be about or not last week, but the second to last week, the last week is a reflection and we'll tie everything in together. So this week, I want you to really focus on those ripple effects you've had 
in your life or maybe someone has done something or said something or just been themselves around you and they really impacted your life. So how can you create from that place of, wow, I cannot believe I am so lucky to have this person in my life, to have these things in my life that just so naturally and easily flow in my life and create from that space. And also, what are the things that you do naturally that just allow you to show up as yourself that have an impact in this world? And don't go to that negative place of I'm not special enough. I have nothing. We all do. So cut the crap. (laughs) I say that mostly to myself too, when I go down that spiral, because again, we all do. But I cut, I say, just cut the crap. You know, we have a a say in my family, uh, scoop the poop, it's a long story I will go into it one day but scoop the poop means like do that mindset shift and just stop bsing on yourself and like cut the crap scoop the poop whatever you want to say and like just acknowledge the fact that we all have that special part in us that makes those ripple effects in our world and so when you really acknowledge that and embrace it you're able to create from that place more just naturally and showing up as yourself in your everyday life like that So this week, for sure, definitely think of not only the people that are like that in your life, that have impacted you, your friends, your family, strangers, teachers, especially, you know, this is Teacher Appreciation Week, woohoo! Or, yeah, I guess you're listening to this Wednesday, this whole week has start creating, I don't know, whatever. I think of those special people in your lives who just show up and impact you in a positive way. And then think of how you show up in your life and what are the things that you're doing that will do that um, for others. You know, it's it's a scary thought. I don't know. I go back and forth between this thought. Like, nobody cares, yet everybody cares. And here's, I'll go into it. So one of my biggest downfalls is that, yes, I love words of affirmation. I love feeling validated, but it also enables me to go into this unhealthy pattern of now I must create and now I must perform in order to have value. Um, It really has been something I've been working through. You know, being a teacher was an amazing, amazing experience. I loved every single second. No, okay, let me take that back. I didn't love every single second. I loved the parts where I just felt like myself. And that was mostly when I was working with kids or adults, you know, Uh hold on baby his like there we go baby he's um cutting his molars right now and so it he wakes up randomly from his naps kind of just like squealing like that and it's just him feeling uncomfortable with his teeth um anyways so I didn't love every single second but I did love certain moments of working with kids or working with certain adults and it just it made me feel like myself when I was really in the flow during those moments I think I was my most creative self and I was my most me, people really saw that as a positive and they then told me, wow, you are doing this great. Look at this lesson plan. Look at what the thing you're doing. Look how positive you are. You're really impacting the people around you. And they gave me a lot of praise, which obviously people think, well, that's great. You should be really happy because people really like what you do, Um, which I was. But because I had some very unhealthy patterns to unlearn, I then took that as, oh, I have value because people see me when I perform well, 
well, what happens on the days where I don't feel like I'm performing well? Or what happens when people don't tell me that I'm doing a great job as much? Am I now doing a bad job? Now do I have value? So it gets really muddled, muddy or whatever you want to say. It, it's, it's challenging. So for me, I go back and forth of like people caring is a good thing. So I do obviously value the feedback I receive from people, obviously. But I have to be very careful with it because once it starts stroking my ego, it goes into that place of, okay, well, now people like this. So now I have to create from the space all the time in order to have value instead of, cool, I'm going to create no matter what. And I'm going to be myself, whether people like it or not. And if they like it, great. And if they don't like it, that's great too, because it doesn't change who I am. I am who I am and I have value regardless of anything else that happens. So definitely the last three years as I stepped out of my teaching role and decided to go off on my own and do all these things, becoming a mother for the second time, continuing to grow that relationship with my first son, like it all has been building up to these moments of realization that I have value no matter what and so on and so forth. So as you create this week for the HSP project, I want you to really reflect on who you are as, you know, if you are a highly sensitive person, you know, what value do you bring to the world just by being you? Like strip away everything else. Think of the moments that really are meaningful to you and use that energy. Like just show up as yourself, knowing that you have value no matter who likes it or doesn't like it. Like you have value. We all do. And what kind of ripple effects can you make happen in this world that are positive and can bring us together and do things that only you can do? And also, you know, how can you say thank you to those that have shown you who they are in just the most natural way and just like make your life better? Um, Could you turn it into a little project? Can you write thank you cards? Can you just give them a call and say, hey, I was thinking about you or I don't know, just the act of showing up to say thank you to somebody else and giving them that feedback is really invaluable in the sense of it makes you realize how lucky you really are and how blessed you are. So definitely think about that. This last week of a theme ties everything together and I'll go into that for the reflection week next week. So if you're just listening for the HSB creative project part, this is it. Week 15 we have this week and next week and how exciting is that? I know some of you have been jumping in and out. I am so, so proud and excited to see all the hard work that you've been putting in for the past few months. If you have been wanting to do this, but you haven't been able to for whatever reason, I am so excited to share some things with you in the next few weeks, probably in the next month or so, really, that I think will help you try this again at your own pace, at your own time. And I'm just really, really excited. Uh, for some things that I'm working on in the background um, to share with you. So yes, if you are done listening to this part of the podcast, thank you for listening. If you would like to hear about all my everyday life, then stay tuned. Um, So yes, I am trying to be more flexible in the way that I respond to things, especially when it's things that we don't plan for. Um, you know, if things worked out every every way that we planned, then it, life would be so much easier, right? 
Um, my son, my both my sons went with my mom this weekend. I told her, you can have them for five hours because I don't feel like pumping. And I'm still nursing my one-year-old. So she was so excited. You know, the weather's getting hotter. So she has a little water table in her backyard. She's all excited with the kids, got them babies. And she gets really excited when, you know, she's about to have them over. So she buys things. That's just her, like, that's just what she does. Um... And then my son woke up on Sunday morning complaining that his throat was hurting a little bit. I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, he gets allergies and the change of temperature really gets him. So I'm like, ah, okay. But he's like, no, I'll be like, I still want to go. And I'm like, it's my mom. She lives 10 minutes from us. Like, she's vaccinated. We're vaccinated. I, I feel like maybe, maybe it'll be okay. So he ends up going over there. And my husband and I, let's go out for a date. We went to one of our favorite restaurants, like sat outside, obviously still being really careful. Even though we're vaccinated, we're like super excited to just like be out and like enjoy a meal together, like out in the world. I was so excited. And then my mom texted me that, you know, my son threw up and I'm like, oh, great. Like, dang it, he was sick, blah, blah, blah. And I start like not spiraling, but going into the oh my gosh, like now we got to do a COVID test. And so we got to figure out school stuff. And I jump from like, instead of finishing my meal, I start going ahead, like a gazillion things that now have to happen. And the what ifs and what if this happens? What if he ends up getting so sick and we have to rush him to the hospital? My mind just goes all over. And that that's part of being a highly sensitive person is like, I see kind of like the threat. Here is the thing that happens that is bad. And so my mind because of the way that it's wired, because of the way that it is, because of my upbringing, because of so many things, just starts going a million miles an hour of all the possible scenarios of things that I could do, things that I shouldn't do. Anyways, my husband's like, why don't we just finish our food and keep having our conversation? Because we were having like a financial check-in. It was so exciting, by the way. Um, And we were like, realizing that we've reached some of our goals in certain areas like we've got some plans of the things that we're good we're doing next and like we're having a really good conversation so he's like let's just finish this part and then you know we can move on to the next thing so so my mom let me know how he's doing half an hour definitely we'll go get him if he wants us to go get him like but if he just like ate something bad or you know we've got you gotta just play it out and so I finished my meal and then my mom, I text my mom because she can text me. I'm like, hey, how's he doing? She's like, oh, he threw up again. I'm like, all right, we're going to go get him. So that spiraled the whole, I had these plans to do these recordings for this class that I'm recording uh, for a Spanish thing I'm, I'm teaching over the summer that I want to teach, but I don't want to teach in person or through Zoom. So anyways, um, I'm like, okay, well, that's got to change. And so my biggest concern was, what happens if this is a real emergency and some, this is like the beginning of the end. And I try to like, I do the doomsday thing in my mind and I don't really share this out loud because I don't want to freak out my son, but I do the, Oh my God, this is the beginning of the end. Worst possible thing that could happen. And I try to cover that up by now I have to do all the things. So now I'm doing laundry and I'm doing this. Now I'm doing that. I'm sorry. This I'm, I'm writing a to-do list and, and, I know this about myself that when I get into that do, do, do mode, it's because I'm trying to suppress some things and I'm trying to not feel certain things. But if I don't work through it and I don't actually acknowledge that maybe I'm scared, that maybe I'm nervous, that maybe I 
feel uncertain about certain things, then it all ends up blowing up and I get impatient and cranky and end up yelling at my kids and it's not fun for anybody involved. And then the ripple effect, it's not the ripple effect, it's the boulder effect. And so I'm talking a lot, but that's kind of what's been going on the last yesterday and today. My son's fine. Like, he didn't go to school today either because I wanted to give him one more day to rest, but he's feeling much better. No fever, stop throwing up, acting like himself, running all over the house like a crazy person. So, obviously, he's feeling much better. It seems to have just been like a 24-hour bug thing. Thank goodness. The baby's doing great. He had a little bit of diarrhea. So, I was like, eh, I'm feeling fine. My husband's feeling great. My mom's feeling great. So, it's like a crisis averted feels like now and like maybe I may have overreacted in my head a little bit but I'm working on not letting that spill over into like real life like if it's in my head and I can manage it in there and work through it in my head it's great but as soon as it starts spilling over into you know my children and my everyday life then that sucks and I that's where I need to like interventions type of thing so um yeah, I had all these plans to do all these things this week and finish recording all these lessons and have all these things done, especially because Mother's Day is this weekend, my husband's birthday is this weekend, my birthday's coming up, my sister's supposed to be visiting, so I'm like, ah! And then I remember to just take a deep breath, and that all I can do is focus in this moment. Um, so if you're feeling like a little bit Blah, all over the place because it's the end of the school year and you're a teacher or because it's the end of the school year summer's coming and you're a parent um, or just because life is life and sometimes we all feel these kind of craziness moments then just take a deep breath and remember like you are in this moment right now so look around you know what do you see what do you hear what do you smell what do you taste I, I love that technique um I read it in several places and my therapist, um, it was one of the mindfulness uh, exercises, you know, what are five things that you see? What are four things that you hear? What are three things that you touch? What are two things that you smell? What is one thing that you taste? And you just work through that. That forces your brain to like really be in the moment. And then it helps with your anxiety and the, you know, all the craziness that goes on in your head. So if you got anything out of that, then I'm happy to share those things with you. Um, I am really trying to plan ahead without planning too much or like I feel like I go off the deep end if a thing happens where my kid gets sick. Um, But looking ahead into season three of the podcast, I really, okay, my goal, and I'm putting this out there to hold myself responsible because if I just keep it in my head, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll do that for season four. I really want to start interviewing people for season three. And so I've made a list of things of people to reach out to and kind of like my overall general frame of how I want to do this interview process. Um, the hard part is like putting myself out there and then possibly getting, re- actually I will get rejected several times, I'm sure many, many times. Um, but I'm getting better at that. So eh, getting better in a sense, I don't like rejection. I don't think it doesn't, I don't think anybody thinks, hey, I got rejected. It feels great. Um, and if you do feel like that, like, can you be on my podcast and tell me how to do that? Because I don't know how to do that yet. Uh, anyways, I see there is anyways, because I just shared something that was really personal to me. Like, people may not know, but I have a really, really hard time with rejection. I'm sure you've put two and two together. I'm also really looking forward to maybe possibly hosting a real life HSV meeting again in my house. And so I'm working through the details of what that would look like and 
who would come and how we can make it feel safe and you know the awkwardness the like now we're like kind of going back into somewhat normal-ish life even though we don't want to go back to that normal and so how to be less awkward when you're already awkward in your head and then it comes across I did this with a parent at my son's school last week where like we were having this conversation about an incident that happened and it wasn't bad but I was just like I talk too much and then my husband's like did you do that thing where you just like won't shut up and like you just keep talking and talking and then the person's looking at you and then they change the conversation topic because you've like exhausted all the things there was to say about that one thing I'm like yeah that's exactly what I did that's totally that that's what it was and I'm standing there and I'm like I am being so awkward and I don't know why I'm still talking he's like ah yeah that's what I figured I'm like yeah but I didn't die and everything's great so anyway so (laughs) there it is Ah, so looking forward to that. I'm working on a um, little project for the HSB Creative Project that is going to turn into something. It's evolving. This whole thing is evolving in a weird way. And I'm just running with it, trying to figure things out, how things fit together. I don't know. I'm in that middle place of transition over and over again, nonstop. Like, this is my whole life. is full of transitions and figuring things out like that. So... Yeah, it's exciting and yet nerve-wracking and then annoying and then exciting again and then, like, super thrilling. And then it's, like, I don't know why I do this to myself. And I sh- I should, and there's a should. I should just be able to wake up and be, like, cool, we're doing nothing today instead of having all these ideas in my head. But it is what it is, and I am who I am, and I might as well embrace it. So there's that. If you have any ideas for anything you would like to hear about season three of the podcast, uh, the HSB Creative Project, you want to tell me you're also awkward like me and say random things to parents that probably shouldn't be saying or that are like not super awesome, <laughs> um, then let me know if you are interested in, if you're in Arizona, you're interested in the HSB meetings or you would like more information about that, let me know. If you are interested in the Spanish doodling classes I'm about to release on May 24th, then let me know uh, that you're interested. I'll send you more information as soon as I finalize everything. <sighs> yeah, it's def- definitely definitely a different energy than it was a year ago. So I'm happy and grateful about that. I'm grateful that my son is feeling much better today. And yesterday he was feeling better already, but kept him home again just to keep resting. And so I don't know what our day's going to be like. We were able to go on walks yesterday and today with him and he climbed the tree again. He's getting so big and it's just like little moments like that, you know, that really kind of make me go, huh, wow, he's really getting bigger. And the little baby's doing great. So it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. I'm rambling and I don't want to say anyways 10,000 times because then my husband be like, you said anyways, everything okay? Now he's going to say, you talk too much and you talk too fast. Are you said everything okay? Um. I just, I'm happy he listens to this to begin with because I feel like I put secret messages in here for him. <laughs> so weird. Not secret messages, but I'm like, I wonder if he'll pick up on this. And then, like, I'll say certain things and then he'll be like, hey, and then you mentioned this. I'm like, ha, he got it. And then other times, I'm like, ah, uh, over his head. That's okay. Uh, it's a little fun game I like to do when I record these. Okay, I am going to get off of this recording and say thank you so much for listening and being here and I'm so happy that you 
are getting something from these random things that I do. Uh, this podcast is definitely one of those intuition. I just got to keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up. And for some reason, I tell myself this is one of those things that make me feel like myself when I talk into this recording. And I don't know where it's leading me to. I don't have this big master plan for it. I try to and then I get all confused in my head. So I stop trying to plan things and I just show up and I am open and receptive to things. Um my son took his bike down the rocks. There's like a ditch kind of, and like he took his bike down today and he couldn't get it back up because he was wearing these sandals and kept sliding. Anyways, so then he's like, can you help me with my bike? So I had to go down there. I'm carrying his bike. And I was like, oh, I'm so strong, you know, just to be silly. And then he goes, yeah, you're a strong and powerful woman. And I start laughing because that's the affirmation I kept saying when I gave birth to him. Like, that's how I got through those labor pains. And I would just say to myself, I'm a strong and powerful woman. And with each contraction and I would like, with each push, and I would just like say that to myself and doing all like the grunting sounds. And I'm like, wow, six and a half, almost seven years later. And like now he's saying that to me. It's so cool. And then I realized, you know, that's a ripple effect moment. Like, I don't mean to be like, I'm going to say these things so that he can repeat them to me or he can say them to himself or so that he can have, you know, a strong foundation of what a strong and powerful woman looks like and what they, you know, what to value in women and to not be so like, oh, women need to look a certain way, but to be like, yes, women are strong and powerful. And like, I could go into the whole topic, but I realize that's a ripple moment effect. It's a ripple effect moment, however you want to word it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's right. I'm a strong, powerful woman. And it just like started my day off so great by reminding myself that I am strong and powerful. And so are you, whether you identify as a woman or not. So you are strong and powerful. And I hope that you have a fantastic day, a fantastic week. And I will talk to you next week. Adios. Hasta luego.